0: You are listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. This talk was given at 5720 Ridge Avenue. For more information, check out circleofhope.net or join us in person on Sunday evenings at 5 p.m. This is the last night of a season of time that we've spent together in these Sunday meetings remembering people who have influenced us throughout time and history of the church. Uh, And I had in mind that I wanted to talk about women who lead the church. It's kind of unique that women lead in Circle of Hope, if you didn't know. Uh, I talk to people who are surprised that I'm a pastor. And my extended family is notably uncomfortable with the fact. But I don't know how much we actually talk about it. I don't want to be a token woman pastor, and I know that Rachel Sensnig doesn't either, but this does stand out as unique among us, and our practice reflects our theology, which we could talk about more. So I first thought of women in scripture, Deborah leading Israel, Miriam leading the people and directing worship, Mary Magdalene was the first to preach the gospel, Priscilla, who corrected false teaching. Lydia, who hosted a house church in Acts. Junia, the apostle, Phoebe, the deacon. There are a lot of examples. But they are not usually the stories that you hear, at least not in my experience growing up in the church and in my my journey into adulthood and adult faith, much less becoming a pastor. It's been important for me to know about these women in scripture who lead, because growing up, I had understood that women were only allowed helping roles and support roles in the church, with leadership to teach and pastor only other women and children. There are select passages in scripture, like 1 Corinthians 14, and 1 Timothy 2 that exclude women from roles of teaching and pastoring. And they were the basis for my my church's um, teaching and my own understanding growing up. Even though they are culturally and contextually specific instructions, I absorbed this as a spiritual hierarchy. And this had a profound effect on me Honestly, it's one that I'm still getting out from under, years later. So talking about these women in Scripture matters to me because for much of my life, their stories were tainted by my understanding of this spiritual hierarchy. So I missed the fact that they were leading the people of God. It is possible to miss the fact that the gospel reveals that Jesus freed first century women from the second class citizenship with a new place in God's kingdom. Jesus challenged the dominant culture of his day and he overturned the accepted interpretations of the Hebrew scriptures. His radical inclusion of women and elevation of their status was part of his overarching work uh, to bring about a new order, and to establish a new kingdom that turned the established hierarchy upside down. So I could talk about women in Scripture as witness from both the Old Testament and the New Testament of women who uh, were called to spiritual leadership. We could also talk about the role of the Holy Spirit in Acts when the Spirit comes to empower the followers of Jesus for ministry. It was the fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecy of Joel who said, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. That's in Acts 2. It is good news that the early church was God's new community introduced and begun in Christ where both men and women were gifted and empowered for ministry. Together, we fulfill co- uh, the calling upon each of our lives to use whatever, gifts God has re- uh, whatever gift you've received to serve others so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. But as important as that all is, I don't actually want to make a point about our theology as much as I want to share about the impact of someone who, by her unique giftings and intimate relationship with God, is changing the world and helping people to know Jesus. There are many amazing examples of women like this. Uh, Many of them we have on our Trans Historical Body of Christ blog. We dedicate it to remember saints and holy days uh, like Teresa of Avila and Rosa Parks and Lucretia Mont and Saint Hilda and Mother Teresa, among many others. And in trying to decide who I wanted to talk about, A friend asked me, well, tell me who impacted you most personally? And of all the stories in scripture and all the amazing writers and saints that we remember, the person who came to mind that for for the transformational impact that she had in my life was my therapist, Dr. Yvonne Martinez Thorne, who was also a licensed minister with the American Baptist Church. And as a leader of the church and a psychologist, she had a profound ability to help me on my journey into self-knowledge and knowledge of God that were inextricably interwoven. Uh, She moved out of state a couple years ago, but I tell you about her today, not because of her life story, because I don't actually know it, aside from a few details that she self-disclosed. But because she helped me experience the transformational knowing of myself and God. And it led to such healing during an emotionally tumultuous time in my life. And I do want everybody to know about how beneficial therapy can be. Graduate school was a very intense time in my life, not just because it was a rigorous program, but because of what came up for me. And it's not lost on me now that precisely while I was studying clinical social work and doing family therapy in my internship, that family systems issues were triggered in me. Only I didn't know what, that, what it was at the time. I just thought I was working through a profoundly dysfunctional administration at my internship. And of course, it was all about them. But the anxiety that I would feel riding on the broad street line uh, into my internship drove me to seek therapy. I can still remember returning her call after work, standing up against a building out of the wind on a very cold day and it's not lost on me that God led me to a Christian psychologist who was a Latina woman who was deeply in tune with issues of oppression and privilege that were swirling around in my heart. And it seemed nothing less than a miracle that she took my particular insurance and my copay was $15. It's kind of unheard of. So I look back now and I feel so much gratitude for the sensibility that she had as a woman leader in the church to listen to my faith and spirituality and help me sort through the baggage that I carried so that I could know God better and even as I came to understand what was going on in myself. And all of that. Uh, though it seems light years away from this moment, as I stand here with you, is all part of my story of where I have been and how God has met me and led me, though I had no sense at the time that I would be a pastor and no context from my own personal for, my own personal leadership development, because of my theological roots. I was less than two years into marriage. I was still acclimating to Circle of Hope and sorting through my own rigidity in order to encounter and receive God's grace through the people around me. And the vulnerability and intimacy that I experienced continually helped me move the beliefs in my head to actualizing a life on mission with Jesus and his people. And being in community helped me receive the gift of myself in Christ. And that self is, as Jesus told his disciples, paradoxically found when one loses one's life for Christ's sake. Matthew 10, 39 Whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. In therapy, Yvonne kept helping me sort through the self I was losing that made it all the more possible to know Christ and to find my life hidden with God through him. And in Circle of Hope, I found a path of discipleship that deepened my faith and allowed me to develop and use the gifts that I had. I wasn't even sure what they always were, actually. Leading a cell was very disorienting to my self-made sense of self. Every time I thought I had a handle on things and I was prepared enough, I was undone. And I found that the Spirit of God is unpredictable and prayer and dialogue and love were reshaping me. There are many theologians that write about how self-knowledge and knowledge of God go together. Thomas Akempis argues that a humble self-knowledge is a surer way to God than a search after deep learning. St. Augustine's prayer was grant Lord, that I may know myself, that I may know thee. And David Benner writes that Christian spirituality involves transformation of the self that occurs only when God and self are deeply known. We need people in our lives who will ask questions and listen with the heart of God for what the spirit is doing in us That is what our cells are for. That's what spiritual friendship is all about. And it does help to have a person who is specifically trained and skillful like Yvonne, but they don't have to be. We do this for each other. And remembering Yvonne's impact in my life this week was an opportunity for me to reflect on my unique journey and to see how after Uh, Over the last 12 years since I met her, God has woven together pieces of my story and molded who I am and continually helped me receive the gift of myself in Christ. A self that is strangely found through sacrifice. And it is a lifelong journey. God is weaving together the pieces of your story, too, your unique self on your unique journey can bring glory to God in a way no one else can. You, Who you are matters to God. God wants to use your sensibilities and your giftings and your experiences and your personality to be a part of God's mission to redeem the world. You don't have to be like anyone else. It won't look like someone else, actually. So let's stop comparing ourselves to those around us, or even to some idealized other. Some of us may not even realize that we're doing that. But it's easy to do when we feel vulnerable or discouraged. We don't always have the perspective that 12 years can provide. You don't know how the tumultuous times that you are experiencing will mold you. But knowing that God is at work across our lifespan, accomplishing more than we could orchestrate or even predict is a good start. And then doing what we can to say yes to God, to be vulnerable, to work out a transformational knowing of ourselves and God will result in God's goodness being revealed. The Circle of Hope daily prayer entry for today tied in so well with this that I wanna read you some pieces from it to close. The writer says, our movement toward wholeness is a cooperation between us and God. Paul encourages the Philippians to work out their salvation. But then it says, God, who is at work in you, enabling you to work. What good news? God does not work against us, but for us and with us. When we yield to God's goodness, we are yielding to that in which we find ourselves, our wholeness and our happiness. Salvation is not something that's done to us against our will. Neither is it something that we can simply make ourselves by sheer force of will. It is a cooperation. We want to be home, and God wants to be our home. When, when these two energies are moving together, we find the rest in God that we were made for. Saint Irenaeus wrote, the work of God is forming of the human being. That is the work that he has been doing since the very beginning, and he will not rest until we rest in him. You might be at a point in your life where you feel uh, you are specifically being formed in one way or another. You might be able to see how God is directing you and providing for you and, co- and you're cooperating in these transformational ways. Or you might um, be unsure if anything worthwhile is happening. It might feel like you're surviving the monotony or the chaos, but without any meaningful development or progress somehow. Take some time tonight to remember your Yvonne. Look back over the last five years, maybe 10 years, even one year, and think about who has influenced you, whose life has made a difference in your own. How has God connected you to people that you didn't know you needed? Whose faith and giftedness has shaped you? As I mentioned earlier, we have a blog on the trans-historical body of Christ because it is easy to forget. It's easy to get caught up in our present moment and miss the fact that we are interwoven with people across time and place who have been transformed by Jesus and given themselves to Jesus' transformational work in the world. You are some of those people and your story isn't done yet let me pray for us God we don't always have perspective on where we are in our journey we um, we look to you to guide us to keep um, doing your transformational work in our lives Help us to keep saying yes and cooperating with that. And to be people who can listen and ask questions and discern how the Spirit is working in those around us. We need each other for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. If you want to talk about it or get connected to a cell, you can find one under our Connect drop-down at Circle of Hope dot net.